Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer, Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. We return to Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Brought to you by Digitex. Managed print services to keep your printing costs down? Yeah, Digitex does that. D-I-G-I-T-E-X dot C-A on Oilers Radio. 630 Chad. 135 Welcome back, everybody. Bob Stoffer joining you live at Rogers Place. Uh, the Edmonton Oil Kings double up the Regina Pats. The final score, 6-3. We'll tell you, Royal Pizza, Pizza Past, and so much more. Edmonton owned and operated for over 50 years. For a menu and a list of their 15 Edmonton and area locations, go online at royalpizza.ca or download the Royal Pizza app from the App Store. As promised, Kurt Hill, the general manager of the Edmonton Oil Kings, has popped up into his booth. Kurt, I'm a guy that likes the same sort of... uh, schedule around doing things. I hope we haven't. Have we upset the apple cart here for you? Because (laughs) do you normally go down and you don't say anything to the players after a game? No, uh, I don't. I usually just go talk to the the coaches and go talk to some guys that I think had good nights, yeah. Interesting game today because there were times where I thought this was going to be a runaway. Like I thought you guys might be, you know, we might be looking at a 7 or 8-1 type game and it ended up being 3-3 and then you, you separated 6-3. Give me your assessment, the Edmonton Oil Kings. And, and it's it's been a bit of a, a strange run over the last 6-8 to eight games. You've had a couple blowout losses and a bunch of blowout wins. Yeah, it's been, you know, a little bit inconsistent at times, I think. Uh, you know, t- today's game, I thought we played really well out of the gates, you know, had a great start and kind of after we got the third one, kind of took our foot off the gas a little bit, let them back in the game. They get the one there and, you know, a couple early in the third period, you know, Costa was maybe fighting it a little bit at times here tonight, but, uh, you know, the horses took over there in the third, as you mentioned, and we, we separated ourselves again. So it's, uh, yeah, it's been, you know, the last, like you mentioned, six to eight games, a little up and down. And, you know, it's interesting when we're, we're only giving up 15 to 20 shots a night, um, you know, it's just some nights we're not scoring. Some nights, you know, goaltending's been okay, and uh, some nights the guys in front of them have in front of our goaltending hasn't been great. So it's a little bit of everything right now, and we're just trying to put the pieces together. It's been a strange year for Sebastian Koza, Detroit Red Wings first round pick. I mean, I I was praying that he would still be there when Edmonton had the pick, and uh, obviously Edmonton traded down once Detroit took him 15th overall appear that he was not necessarily in line to be the guy during the World Juniors. I think that's a fair assessment. Uh, has he, you know, has there been a weight of expectation being the first goalie out of major junior hockey in the last decade to be selected in the first round? 
Well, there's, you know, I think anytime you're the f the first in anything, there's going to be a little bit of expectation that follows you around. And, you know, the thing with Sebastian is he's, um, you know, he's a competitor. You know, I remember watching him in Bantam and in Midgety. You know, he's had tough stretches in, in those seasons as well. And, you know, as the games got bigger down the stretch, he got better. So, you know, I think right now just a little bit of a tough stretch and, you know, not just Sebastian, but our entire team. These guys haven't faced a lot of adversity the last couple of years with COVID. I mean, we played games last year, but, you know, we weren't at the end of the day playing for a lot. We were playing for a, a, a trophy in the Central Division. But, and, you know, now we're getting to getting to games that are, are a lot more meaningful and the adversity is starting to hit. And now it's about the guys fighting through that adversity and finding that again. You've stepped up and made some big trades this year. Uh, obviously, it started when you got Luke Prokop from Calgary. I mean, you gave up significant assets in that deal to improve your top four defense. Then you went and got Caden Gooley. Uh, and now you got Justin Sortoff in another huge trade. You got between Sortoff, Gooley, uh, Kosa, uh, Neighbors, and Gunther, you got five players off of uh, the Canadian World Junior Team. I mean, you're all in. There's no question you're all in. You think your team's got another, as good as you are, you're, you're in first place now in the uh, Eastern Conference, though Winnipeg's got a higher winning percentage. But, you know, in, in your mind, do you still think your team's got another gear that they can get to? Oh, there's no doubt they do. I don't, uh, you know, I don't think we've hit that the full chemistry you know i think after the trade deadline it takes a little bit of time to for guys to fully find that you know and even even though we got Gooley early we pretty much got him at the deadline he played what he played four or five games before right. it was actually the deadline so you know he's getting acclimatized into things more here um sort of just trying to just trying to start to find it he scored his first couple goals up there in pa you know he's getting pretty comfortable i thought he played well again tonight uh that lupin weeben horseman line now that horseman was suspended twice you know and he was injured he hasn't played much all season and he looks really good with lupin and weeb that looks like it's going to be a real solid checking line for us so i think the chemistry's coming i think uh you know brad and luke have an extended amount of time now to work on our systems and really get things, you know, those little intricate things in the game dialed up, dialed in a little bit more. And, you know, I think the second gear is going to be there once we inch closer. Dylan Gunther was the number one pick in the WHL Bantam draft. He's from Edmonton here. Arizona took him in the first round. He's powdered some pucks home here over the last couple of weeks where you've seen that elite level finish, often on the power play, often on the left side, Ash. Just a, a thought on, you know, having that unique one-touch score because not everybody's got that on their team around, uh, even the best teams in junior hockey. So, you know, sometimes they don't have that type of guy that can just flat-out blow one past you. Yeah, no, he's uh He's special. We've been pretty fortunate here when we had Trey. Like, he could really shoot it, too, and he did some special things. And D Gunther's just at the next level. He stands there, and he can pick it. He picks a spot, and he doesn't miss very often. So, yeah, when he gets hot, he gets hot, and he's been hot here lately. And, you know, he's uh, – I don't think he was very happy with the way things went uh, for him earlier in the season. You know, he was shooting a lot of pucks, missing the net, putting a lot in the shin pads, and he's kind of just fine-tuned things, worked on it in practice, and just adjusted his position a little bit more. And it seems to be working for him right now. He's really hot. It's a strange year. Uh, lots of teams had COVID situations. Winnipeg, if, if, if they just had a prolonged, like, them. when's the last time they played a game? <laughs> it seems like they're playing one every 10 days right now. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's 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 hard because I'm looking. I mean, there's Red Deer's had, we should mention, uh, the Red Deer Rebels have had a pretty good season. they got a couple guys. Now, they're doing it differently. You've got. You know, top end first round picks. They got a 20 year old uh, that's having a huge season. They got a 19 year old who 
uh, nudge, nudge, wink, wink for anybody listening should get selected. I would you ever? I mean, as a former Chicago Blackhawks scout, you think Ben King out of Red Deer gets drafted? Yeah, oh, he will for sure. Yeah, he's like third or fourth in the league in scoring, and six foot three, right shot. I mean, went through the entire draft last year. Uh, but when you look at specifically at the East, you know how many teams are a legitimate threat to the Edmonton Oil Kings right now? Well, team teams are playing well. I think it's uh, again any team puts a good game plan together and. and you know, Moose Jaw has work. been playing Moose pretty Jaw's well. Moose Jaw's been playing well. You know, Brandon's a real sleepy team, too. They were really injured to start the year. And, you know, if you look at their record over the last 20, they're going to be a lot better team down the stretch, you know. So I think there's six teams there that are all pretty pretty competitive teams when it comes down to it. And, you know, you're going to have to put your best best foot forward. And, you know, as we see here, our guys got to realize whatever building we go into or whoever comes in here, we're getting their A game. And You're the hunted right now, aren't you? Do you know when the last time was one team had five guys off a Canadian World Junior team? We talked about it. Medicine Hat in, in the late 80s. They, that was the last team to do it. Yeah. Yeah, there we go. So, Kurt, look, uh, your Chicago Blackhawks are in town. Different different uh, franchise maybe now than the one you worked for, to, to, to say the least. Uh, but uh, did you? Uh, is there anybody currently? I, I guess Brandon Hagel. Would he have been a guy that you sort of identified a bit when you were with the Hawks? No, that was my first year here. He, okay. was already, he was with uh, Red Deer. Red Deer. First year, yeah. And they, it's a pretty good pickup. Pretty good pickup. And I mean, him that, and Johnson. Johnson's playing pretty well in the American League, too. They got both of them out of Red Deer. So. Yeah, two pretty good guys. Yeah. Thanks for making time for us, okay? Yeah, that is Kurt Hill. He's the general manager of the uh, Edmonton uh, Oil Kings. Again, they beat Red Deer 6-3. They're in first place right now in the Eastern Conference. Bob Stoffer and Brendan Escott with you. It's 1.43. We'll take a quick timeout. We're going to get to that prospects report. We'll get to this Dean Oilers history. We'll uh, reset the line combinations for tonight's game. All of that when we return in Oilers now. Hi, this is Connor McDavid from your Edmonton Oilers, and you're listening to Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer on 630 Chad. Connor McDavid with uh, 634 career points in 448 games. No one within 200 points of him for the highest scoring player in the 2015 draft. Of course, Jack Eichel's missed almost calendar year. He is now with the Vegas Golden Knights in a huge deal. It's interesting, Jeff Merrick saying that there might be a second Vegas Buffalo trade coming. Alex Tuck and Peyton Krebs, a number one in 2022. It's it's top 10 protected. Vegas is not going to be drafting the top 10, so uh, that'll be going to uh, Buffalo in a 2023 number two as well. Cars cost less than Wetaskiwin. Brent Ridge Ford and Wetaskiwin, 10-time President's Award winner for customer satisfaction. Right now, the best way to get a vehicle is to custom order one. Discounts are available from both Brent Ridge Ford and Ford Motor Company on most custom orders. Get the exact equipment and colors you want. Reach out to Uncle Milt, Rich, Johnny, and the gang. 1-877-477-3673 or visit BrentRidge.com. All right. As promised, into, and we got a lot of updates for you, the Oilers Now Prospect Report is brought to you by Scott Arthur Millwork. Custom cabinetry, luxury closets, exceptional millwork. Visit scottarthurmillwork.com today. Back at the uh, 630 Ched Studios is Brendan Escott. Matt Bay Petrov with six points in three games since returning to the North Bay Battalion in the OHL. He's got uh, 26 goals, 62 points uh, for the sixth round pick. That's hard to believe. Ty Tuli 
Julio, second to Petrov among Oilers prospects in scoring. He had a two-goal game, extending his point streak now to five. Xavier Borgo finally back in action as the QMJHL has emerged from its uh, COVID coma, shall we say. He had an assist in a 4-3 win. And Carter Savoy continuing his wow. breakout sophomore season at Denver. 33 points in 24 games. He's got 13 more points this year over last at the same time. Uh, it's likely he's going to fall to teammate Bobby Brink, uh, as, as will many, I would say, in the Hobie Baker race, at least as it stands right now. Bob. All right. Well, Savoy, a fourth-round pick and a sixth-round pick for Petrov. Dan Milstein uh, is the agent for Petrov. He's already signed by Edmonton. This is going to be an interesting one because uh, I believe Borgo and Tulio for sure – uh, Borgo's late birth date. I could see the, those guys both in the American Hockey League next season. I don't know about Petrov and Savoy. Now, people's usually what happens is the player wants to get on uh, playing pro. And I wonder a bit with Savoy if the third year at Denver, it's an excellent program, real uh, solid strength and conditioning program that accompanies that school as well. I mean, that's about as pro an environment as you'd want old WCHA powerhouse dating all the way back to the days of Murray Armstrong. So I'm going to be intrigued to see what Savoy decides to do. You know the kid a bit, uh, Brendan. You're as excited as you've been on our show over the years since you did the Sherwood Park Crusaders games. He can score. And Savoy is big and or uh, Petrov is big and skilled. One guy's a six, one guy's a fourth. I mean, if they can hit on one of those two prospects in two or three years from now, as being options in the Edmonton Oilers top nine, those are those are that's found money. You know what I'm saying, Brendan? Like, if you that's can, how Tampa's done it, in, in right. my opinion. Yeah, well, look look where Kucherov is drafted. So um, it's going to be interesting. I, I I'll be honest. I've been more focused all season on Petrov and Savoy, not as much on Tulio. Uh, when I saw Tulio here um, in the rookie camp, uh, first step quickness for me was one of the things that I was kind of okay. Clearly he's a smart player. There's no question about that. Uh, let's not forget Dylan Holloway with a goal and five uh, points in seven games down in the minors. Jay Woodcroft was on the show yesterday. Holloway was came out like a house on fire to start but he hasn't played a lot of hockey. I could see you know, maybe a April recall at some point provided that he's, you know, growing and uh, making a progressive step. Uh, Borgo, definitely an excellent prospect for the future for the Oilers. Philip Roberg, 18 points in 26 games, plus 13. Uh, I mean, the Oilers right now have three first-round picks that are not on their NHL team. Borgo's in junior and Holloway and Broberg percolating as uh, Ken Holland has historically said over the years, uh, down in Bakersfield with a very good developmental system. Uh, Jay Woodcroft and Dave Manson have created culture, but they have also prioritized playing the Oilers' top picks, and uh, that is something that bodes well. Lavoie, who had a sleepy start to the, uh, this season, has come on of late. Even Sam Arukov lately has started to, to get going after, uh, you know, a uh, he had a tough start to, I mean, broke his jaw in the rookie camp uh, game against the Calgary Flames. That derailed him a bit after getting the shoulder surgery last year. Still an interesting prospect. So the Oilers have a lot of defense prospects. They don't have the same sort of forward depth at this time in Bakersfield with their own prospects, but they've they've made some really astute pickups in terms of guys on AHL deals, and that's helped uh, help them a bit. As for the big club tonight, McDavid with Evander Kane and Kyler Yamamoto. 
Leon Dreisaitl with Ryan McLeod and Zach Cassian. Ryan Nugent Hopkins with Hyman and Pugliarvi. Edmonton needs to get Pugliarvi going. Pugliarvi needs to get himself going as well. He hasn't scored in 12 games. Shore with Fogel. Fogel has not scored in 13 games. He's got minus nine during that stretch. And Derek Ryan. Now, normally I don't, you know... Plus, minus. Sometimes you look at the advanced analytics; they're not as bad for Fogel, and they're not as bad as uh, for Derek Ryan as the plus minuses would indicate. Darnell Nurse with Evan Bouchard, Duncan Keith with Cody Cece, William Lagason uh, with Tyson Berry, Mike Smith starting in goal. Skinner is back up; he was recalled today. He's going to start tomorrow against Chicago. There's no way that's an earlier start to, against Chicago tomorrow at six. No way they're going Mike Smith back to back after he's only had six appearances in the last uh, what. 11 months, 10 months. Stevenson with Pacioretty and Stone. Carlson with Marcia Show and Smith are the top two lines. Nick Lowe, very effective third-line center. Do they push Carlson out? Is that the piece that Vegas, because they could get a good return for Carlson, they could procure some picks back and open up a spot uh, cap-wise for Jack Eichel if they did so. I, I would think for William Carlson they could get at least two seconds. Uh from a team like Arizona. I mean, Arizona is a a dumping ground. They've gotten a lot of picks for taking contracts on expiring deals, but in this case, like, Carlson's a legitimate player. He can help him out. For You know, he's certainly no worse than a second-line center in the NHL. Robin Lehner starts in goal. So that is a look at... The line combinations, the lineup report for Craig Hummel at REMAX Excellence. Find your dream home, sell your old home, sold today, edmonton.ca. As we go to list day in Oilers history, for New West travel, looking for a great Oilers road trip, fly nonstop to Nashville. This is an April roadie. Who knows? We might be in a completely different, we might be in a different world by 5 p.m. tonight. And uh, I know that uh, Kevin Robertson will have more information coming up at 2 o'clock. And then uh, Jay Lynn on the 6.30 chat afternoons from uh, 3 to 6 today. She'll have the presser live at 5 before we get into pregame on the City Ford Faceoff show. But anyways, back to New West Travel. A New West roadie to Nashville in April. You fly direct with Flair Airlines. You stay in uh, Smashville for four days, $1,750. bucks. we are going to go back to uh, the state and orders history. Uh, what do you got there, uh, Brendan Escott? Because I have one as well, and I don't think we have the same one. <laughs> Doubtful here. Trevor Linden uh, put up his fifth career hat trick as a member of the Montreal Canadiens, but uh, the Oilers spoiled the party at the Molson Centre, winning 5-4 in overtime. Bill Guerin with a goal and an assist for the Oil, and Jason Smith tallied the overtime winner. Jason Smith currently working for the Flyers organization uh, as a... Uh, assistant coach on their farm team. Steve Smith is with Chris Knobloch and the Hartford, uh, that's the New York Rangers team. Uh, also on the state, if I'm not mistaken, uh, this was the day that Wayne Gretzky scored four goals in the All-Star game and took away the MVP of the game from John Garrett, who went on to be an excellent analyst over the years. This day in Oilers history for New West Travel, looking for a great Oilers road trip, fly non-stop to Nashville. Flair Airlines to see the Oilers play for just 1750 bucks. Call New West Travel or go to newwesttravel.com. Oilers and the Golden Knights tonight. Cam uh, Moon, Rob Brown, Reed Wilkins, Jack and myself, uh, all part of the Oilers Radio Network. Jack and Louie have got the call with Mac T and myself in the intermissions on NHL Hockey and Rogers. It's a 7 o'clock puck drop. Um, we'll have Brian Lott from the NHL Network, David Staples, and a lot of breaking news today around the country. Provincial leaders, uh, staging their plans in terms of uh, lightening the leash 
on uh, the COVID situation across Canada. David Stable's political affairs columnist, cult to hockey writer at the Edmonton Journal tomorrow. NHL insider John Shannon for Legacy Heating and Cooling. I mentioned Kevin Robertson's got your global news weather and traffic updates throughout the course of the afternoon. Rob Breckenridge from 2 to 3. Jalen Nye, uh, 6.30 Jet Afternoons uh, from 3 to 6 each day and she'll have Jason Kenny at 5 o'clock today. So long everybody. Back at you sometime after 5.30, possibly 6, depending upon how long the Kenny Presser takes place. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer, Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad.